to the Divine Feminine Podcast, where I am your host, Priestess Hanira Abunu. Here I support women in learning and applying the Divine Feminine Principles into their lives. We talk about lifestyle, family, culture, and spirituality, all from a traditional African perspective. Welcome to the safe space. Greetings, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Divine Feminine Podcast. It's good to be back with you guys. We've had a lot going on in the last couple of weeks, and um, I just wanted to, I don't know, recap. We talked about the riots last week, the marching, and the energy that everyone is experiencing. And that was beautiful, right? Since then, fast forward one week, the marching has continued. But now what I've noticed is that we're segueing as a country, as a world, into another phase of divestment or rebellion or revolt which is also good and that phase is starting to support one another and starting to support our African or black comrades and their businesses, right? Because one thing we noticed about the system, this particular government and society that we're in is that there's a couple things that they noticed, two things in particular. One is they notice and respect murder and killing, right? And I'm not advocating for murder. Killing. I'm not advocating for violence. Not at all. I'm just saying this is an observation that this system acknowledges and will respect when you handle a situation that way. Another way that they acknowledge and, and respect in the past is if you affect the money. <laughs> Right. If you affect the business, if the if the sales drop, if if the economy is affected, they start to listen. Right. This is why they say there's power in dollars and blah blah blah. All of that. And so one of the things I've been noticing around the country is a motion to support black lives right that's everywhere black lives matter black lives matter and we appreciate you for that for standing as allies in supporting us in our fight right to not even stand up to oppression but to move away from an oppressive system and go more towards freedom and that takes economic freedom and so that has been the push that I've seen this week as we transition and we're still marching in the streets we're still having our voices heard but we're also moving and putting our energy our money which is energy our currency exchange where we're taking that and going inward and supporting ourselves and i commend the african community the black community for for doing this this is something we should have already been doing but that's okay, we'll talk about that later. And so not only are we starting to do it, 
but other ethnic groups are supporting us as well and this is this is good right it helps us because we're down right now where we're you know if you get into a fight there's a winner and there's a loser and the loser's down so how do you protect the loser hey stop i'm down hands up you know and so the world is kind of um helping us get back up right now so this is good so hopefully this move continues and it moves from just a week to two weeks it'll move into a movement it won't be a moment but it'll be a movement which is good and it's very timely because what have we been talking about we've been talking the last couple podcast episodes we've been talking about how we can honor our god-given talents and gifts how to start to develop ourselves on our spiritual journey right i know i'm called to be a priest i know i'm called to help people um not everyone has my calling not everyone has that as their uh bloodline skill and that's okay but the last couple weeks we've been talking about the importance of finding out who you are what you're good at what your destiny is what your skills are and then aligning your life around that right because that's the natural way to live it's unnatural to work against your family bloodline how can we work against what our forefathers did and what they vowed to do and expect them to help us right how can we call on that ancestral power and we're not doing what our ancestors vowed to the divine world to do so we've been talking about that these last couple of weeks we've been talking about strategies on how we can go about our spiritual walk and our spiritual journey and the society that we live in does not support your growth your spiritual growth and development it's just not set up that way Capitalism, it's not set up for the human being to be um, on their spiritual path and on their spiritual journey. It's set up to suck and usurp your energy, redirect and distract you, right, from your divine purpose. And so with many of us in a position where we can take a look at our lives and refocus, we're doing that, right? We're outside now, we're in June. We haven't had much talk of COVID everything on the news is about the march and the move to stop police brutality and racism in this country and this is good right this is good because the shift has happened the energetic shift has happened The energy is moving. This system we know is going to crumble. And for some of us, that gives us anxiety because, you know, we're so dependent on the system and we don't know anything else. And we need to move away from that. We need to move away from 
the welfare system and become independent. We need to move away from the job system and become entrepreneurs and independent. We need to move away from the grocery stores and the fast food restaurant chains and take our food, our medicine, because food is medicine, back into our own hands. And so this is the move and the shift, and this is all part of your spiritual growth and development. Believe it or not, we take baby steps. We have to shift our mind to a more traditional one and understand who we are. So all of this is timely. All of this is timely. All of the podcasts that we've been having is timely for what's going on in a society. So now, where are we? As a society, we are supporting black business. And this is wonderful. This is wonderful. Many black businesses I know have been struggling all of this time now we are getting support this is also the time to start your business and no this isn't a political or an economical podcast this is more of a cultural and spiritual podcast but they're all connected if you understand how you are supposed to navigate in this world And so one of the things last week we talked about was sisterhood. And that too is timely because with our spiritual journeys and our spiritual walks being on our mind, how can we pull away and divest from this system? And what would we do, right? We have our gifts and talents, our, the things that, how can we contribute and give back to this world? Not everyone is fortunate enough like me to go through initiation and, and have your destiny handed to you, to be, to have it given to you. <laughs> Although you could be, right? All you have to do is reach out to me and we can get that ball rolling for you. I'm not special. I just was brave enough to walk the walk. But once you find out, this is what I'm supposed to do. This is how I'm going to contribute. Once you make that decision, you now have to reorient your life. And because we are so entrenched and involved in this system, that can be difficult. So one of the strategies we gave was, you know, communal living, building your sisterhood. What does that look like and why? The reason why is because me as an individual, I need to develop myself, my gifts, my talent, my traits, my skills, and I can't do that. And I have all of this overhead. I have all of these responsibilities. And this isn't just for the men. This isn't for my sons and my nephews. I'm not just talking to the men. I'm talking to the women. We have to, we have an obligation as women to walk in our ancestral path. What did our forefathers do? What was our bloodline good at? Were we singers? Were we seamstress? Were we priests? Were we bankers? Were we royals? What were we? Were we blacksmiths? Were we intellects? Were we educators? 
Once we find that out, ladies, we have an obligation to do that. But we also have, so how do I say this? Maybe I should back up a little bit, right? Because we're, this podcast, we're talking about sisterhood and, and why sisterhood is important. Mm-hmm. And it's important for many different reasons. And with everything going on right now, I'm, I'm trying to tie it all in together and segue into, into what this episode is about. So in order to do that, before we can go deep into sisterhood, we must first look at the sister. <laughs> first look at the individual, the in- human being, and what makes up that individual, that human being. Because once you get that on a basic individual level, then we can branch out and, and add more components to that. And so when you, when you look at the, the individual, what makes us up what influences us right so before we can build the sisterhood we have to look at the sister in the sisterhood right so let's look at the sister let's look at the female let's look at the the human being and so we have of course our gender gender is one of the components that helps us identify in this world that influences our behavior and our reincarnation. We have our destiny, right? Within our destiny, there's many different things and we'll go into it. And we also have our family. So these are all the different instances. And you can say, well, what about where we were born and our life experiences and all of those things? That's an aspect. But how we will respond and react to it is based on our family and the components we're going to go through in that, our gender, and our destiny. All right, and the things that make that up. So, and looking at the sisterhood, we have to look at the sister. So, we're talking about the individual right now. And why is this important? It's important because we're needing to build a camaraderie in order to get, accomplish our goal. So in order to divest from this system, in order to express our talents, we need to have time to focus on them, honestly. And we need other people for that. We need other people to come together and join forces because there's just too many things that need to be done. And we can't do them all. So in order to focus on honing in on our gifts and talents, we have to block out everything else. Right? That may mean we to partner with someone and have that person be the one who cooks for us because cooking takes up too much time that means we might have to partner with someone and have them wash our clothes because washing clothes takes too much time because all you're doing is focusing on your gift and talent honing in on it sharpening learning going deeper which means you you may not be generating any income. You may not be getting paid for your talent because you're learning and you're, you're building. So what does that mean in this society when rents and mortgages are due? You need to partner. And right now with the move to support black business this podcast episode is especially timely because if you don't have a business 
you need to start one and not just anyone that's what I want to be clear on in your spiritual journey in your spiritual walk you need to do what gives you great pleasure and great joy and so that's what we're talking about honing in on that right and so that's why partnering with other sisters is so important and why in the village it's necessary because all of this work needs to be done all of the work needs to be done but you still have the obligation of giving your gift and talent to the world so how do I do that? That is the conflict, right? That is the, that is the internal struggle. And you have to be committed to that. You have to be committed to the goal. And so in order to understand why we come together as a sisterhood, let's understand the sister. And so we have the family, the gender, and the destiny. All of those things make you up. Within your family, we talked about your bloodline. That comes with your skills, your talents, your gifts, your traits. All of that comes in your blood. Look at your uncles, look at your father, look at your mother, look at the people in your family and what are they good at? What are their characteristics? You hold those same characteristics within you. For you to think that you come from your father, but all you have from him is his nose and none of his skills and traits. That's a trick that the society would give you. Your ancestors, your forefathers, we can go back generations all the way to the beginning of time there is an ancestor that you came from and they run through your DNA and see when you go back this is where your connection to culture comes from this is where your connection to your tribe or your village comes from and your connection to your tribe and your village comes with a sense of culture tradition nationalism us being tied to this place is not natural this is why we have to go back to our blood to our ancestry and look at the culture and values of our ancestors this all comes through family and they shape the human being they shape the sister this is what makes up the sister in the sisterhood in order to understand the sister we must also understand her gender. She is a divine feminine being. And so she sees the world not only through the eyes, not only through the eyes of her experiences with her family, her experiences with her culture and her life and her ancestry. She will not only see the life, see life through that, but she'll also experience and see life through her gender. And so we have to look at that. And so in understanding who you are, 
as a female, you must understand the feminine energy. And here on the Divine Feminine Podcast, we talk about that regularly. And so one of the things um, I want to go into now is understanding the two components to the feminine energy. There's many components, right? But today we're just going to talk about two. And that's the feminine energy having the ability to attract and transform. Attract and transform. And so when you understand that because of your gender, there's certain things that you are just able to do. This is powerful because it helps you navigate. And so what do I mean by attract? We naturally attract as women, right? With our walk, the way we sashay through the parking lot, attracting all of the male suitors. We attract with our expressions, with our words, how we express ourselves. Our voice tone, our talk, our cadence. We attract to the ears. Attraction is a feminine energy. And you can use it male or female we use it interchangeably but understand that to attract something you are calling on a feminine energy just like aggressiveness is a masculine energy you can use it as a feminine as a female person but you need to have that knowledge and intellect to know the difference of the energy itself. Because every energy is either masculine or feminine. Why? Because one of the universal principles in existence is gender. And so everything will be either divine masculine or divine feminine. every aspect of existence. This includes how we behave in our attributes. And so to attract is a feminine tendency. It is part of the feminine energy. We can draw through existence what we need in order to satisfy our goal. What are some examples of that? How do we see that in nature? Right, I'm not, I don't, I don't understand what you're saying, priestess. Break it down for me a little more. Give me an example. What are some uh, examples of attraction in nature that I can see? I want to I want to be able to believe you and see it truly for myself. Well, let's look at pregnancy. Let's look at the female body during pregnancy. During pregnancy. Right? Matter of fact, let's look at conception. We have our egg inside of our bodies. And it is sending out signals. Attracting the sperm. Attracting the vision. 
this is how the little swimmers know where to go because of the attraction, the vibration, the smell, the calling that the egg gives innately, natural calling. And then once they come together, boom, conception happens. We have attracted what we needed to accomplish our goal. So conception was one example. Now let's take it a step further into pregnancy, the second example. Your body naturally, women, Pools, energy, vitamins, minerals from every part of you in order to feed that growing life inside of you. Without knowing, nature takes over and our body attracts what we need. In order to develop that child with the destiny it has. Understand that, right? Understand that once the conception happens, that child has a destiny. And that child's destiny will call for it to have certain things. That child's life will call for it to have certain This is why we have cravings. As a priest, I know with even with taboos, when you're pregnant, you can eat whatever you're craving. Your spiritual taboos don't even carry into pregnancy. Why? Because in understanding, even in the spirit world, that it's not the woman that is craving all of what she's craving it's the craving is created because her body is calling for that ingredient in order to transform and build the human being on the inside do you get it so even in pregnancy, we are transforming. And that takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work to transform, to attract and transform. The transformation happens, the work happens in the transformation. That is constant work. That is the building. That is the infrastructure. But you know what else that is? The transformation. Women, and, and this is understanding who you are. Understanding the feminine energy. And, and understand what I'm telling you is not something that I thought of. Right? I've been educated. Traditionally, in the temples, I have been educated by the wisdom of the elders, healers, and priests who have been students of this information since they were children, and their fathers, fathers, fathers taught them. Mothers, mothers, mothers taught them this information. And so I'm not coming to you with some Western concept. With no alphabets at the back of my name. I'm coming to you with traditional knowledge and wisdom. So it's the 
attraction and transformation attraction and transformation this is what your gender ladies allows you to do that transformation let's talk about that for a second that transformation happens in every area of our lives it's work to transform something you know sometimes this society teaches us or it gives us propaganda and programming that says we can snap our fingers and things come easy no nature says you work at it it takes discipline that's what nature says and we need to understand that as women how else do we transform so that's in pregnancy right we talked about conception pregnancy providing the children with what they need right and all the all of our mothers know this our new mothers I'm I'm giving you a bit of information that when you see your child and it starts at a very very young age but then it continues throughout our child's life so at a very young age we we start to see what our child needs whether it's something as simple as okay their diaper needs to be changed okay they're hungry they need to be fed they need to be protected from going in this direction or that direction they need to be potty trained they need to be taught this we identify what is needed and then we teach and that teaching is a transformation of that thing it's a transformation of that child it will transform that child into what we want the child to be so we teach transformation it takes work it takes reinforcement it takes constant um us being constant no inconsistencies it takes us being an example these are all ways that we transform and this is part of our gender attracting and transforming what other ways so we've we've covered the family we've covered the gender and now we'll cover the destiny and what do I mean? Now, all of those make up the individual and how we see life, how we operate in life, right? Depending on our op- how we operate in life with our family, our gifts, our talents, depending on our gender and our destiny. So as a priest, I, I know... There's a lot of components that make up the individual and their destiny. And there's many different um, I don't want to say destinies that the individual have, but there's certain missions, I'll say, that the individual comes with. And there's certain ways in which they within this reincarnation will operate all of that is spiritual (laughs) all of that plays a part into your destiny did you know that your birth plays a part of your destiny right your date and time of your birth plays a part of your destiny so even with you having the same mother, same father coming from the same bloodline and cultural uh, background as your siblings, unless you have a twin, with you being born at the specific month, year, date, minute, and second gives you a slightly different destiny gives you a slightly different destiny than your siblings it gives you different personality traits 
right? As a priest, I know those to be your divinities that are governing over you. I know those to be the different gifts that you possess. So all of these ways is how you see the world. So when you understand that each individual has those components going on and then you look at the sister, right? So you have me, for example, I'll use myself as an example. You have me who comes from a bloodline that the majority comes from Nigeria and then after Nigeria, we have Ghanaian and Benin blood. So pretty much West Africa. So this is how I should see the world. This is my culture. This is my ancestry. <laughs> then my skills, talents, and gifts given to me through my bloodline say, I will be successful walking in the line of the priesthood, being a teacher, helping those growing through enlightenment, and they're helping those on their spiritual journey, whether that's helping them change, shift their energies, whether that's giving them advice, doing spiritual work for them, whether that's reading into their future, giving them some spiritual advice to help them navigate and make decisions. All of those ways I can, I will be successful because this is what my bloodline has. Has vowed to do. This is where my skills and traits come from. So this is how I walk in this existence. This is me. And I'm a female. So what does that mean? That I have an obligation to develop myself as a priest and also as a woman. So I have an obligation to procreate so I can bring back other ancestors. That is an obligation. Some people don't like to hear that, but that is Traditionally, that is, we have an obligation to bring back ancestors. We have an obligation to have children and to move our families forward. That's an obligation. I know some people may turn the podcast off because I say that, but it's the truth. And within that, we have the family. So how do I, knowing that I have this skill set, knowing that I have this obligation to fulfill, to make my mark on the world, how do I do that as a female? Having the responsibility to work and take care of the home and take care of the children and take care of my other sisters and my siblings and my family at large. You can't do it all by yourself. And then I'm gonna look at the world through my eyes. My eyes being given to me, what do I mean by that? Meaning the month, year, date, hour, minute, second I was born gives me the divinity that rules over me, the different divinities, because we have many. Each divinity has different personality traits, different qualities. Right, depending on when I was born, I may have a divinity that governs over good luck. 
I may have a divinity that governs over wealth and prosperity. I may have a divinity that governs over hunting. I may have a divinity that governs over purity. I may have a... So all of that is based on when you're born, how you're born, and also your blood, your family. So it ties back to your family as well. And all of that is your destiny. There's many, many components that bring up the destiny of a person. And how you look at the world. Your personality, how you express yourself. And so you have all of this that you're trying to manage. And you can't do it by yourself. Life is... A constant balancing act between the masculine and feminine self. Right? Where does that come from? Because in knowing your divinities, even the divinities themselves, some are masculine, some are feminine. You know, depending on where you are in your spiritual walk, you understand what I'm saying. Some of the personality traits that you have. Even though your gender may be female, they may be masculine personality traits. And that's okay. That's who you are. But we're constantly balancing that. In our mental and our physical expression. And this is what we come into the world with. This is our obligation. We have an obligation to our family, an obligation to our gender, and an obligation to our destiny. And this is how we are going to express ourselves as sisters. And this is why we need to partner with like-minded women, like-minded individuals to come together and get the work done. So now that we understand the individual and what makes up the individual, we understand why it's important to join forces to get this work done. And the first example we have of that is in our family. It should be, right? We need to redo our families so that We build this sisterhood within our families. What does that mean? That means that we need to start living together again. That means that we need to start working together again. There's a lot of women who live alone. They went to college, graduated, now they're in the corporate America. And they live alone. No. We need a sisterhood. We need each other. Why do we need each other? Because we have a lot of work to do. We have our goals to set. And when we set our goals... And our goals are set, let me just say that our goals are set on our spiritual journey, right? So I'm taking us back to the beginning of the podcast. So now that we're developing ourselves spiritually, and we're going to turn this into a, how can I help the world? How am I going to present myself and my spiritual self? How am I going to present that to the what, is, what does that look like? Am, am I a musician? Am I a carpenter? How? What do my gifts look like? In order for me to protect this time that I need to hone in on my gifts and talents, I need to partner with other people to protect my resources. Whether that resource is time, whether that resource is money, we got to keep our output low 
So if you're living by yourself, it'll be really difficult. You may already notice that it's really difficult for you to get your business off the ground or to make move as fast as you like to move. Because you need to, you need support. And you know support, support is one of those things we have to work on ourselves, right? Because in people supporting us, we also have to have good character. Because I've seen it all too many times. There's someone and they're trying to develop themselves. You know, they're working on their skills, their gifts and talents. But they have a really bad attitude. Right? Just have a bad attitude. No one wants to be around it because their attitude is, you know, just depressing or antagonizing or unfavorable so we have to work on ourselves so that people want to help us because no one's obligated to partnering there's no sisters out there that are obligated to partner with us so we have to work on ourselves we have to work on our vibration our energy and the energy that we bring to a situation and the energy that we bring into a room or to people and I think as women that is also difficult for us why because as feminine beings one of the things I teach is the understanding that we bring all four components inside of us together every month and we have to harmonize that harmonize all four elements of existence that is challenging but we're the only gender that has that capability we're the only gender that has the capability to do that attract and transform. And that's where we bring those elements together and transform them into anything we need them to be. It's a beautiful thing, but it also makes us emotionally unstable. <laughs> right? Sometimes we have too much fire. Sometimes we don't have enough fire. Sometimes we have too much water. Sometimes we don't have enough water. <laughs> you know, sometimes we have too, we're too airy. <laughs> and those of you who study the elements and you know what attributes come with each of those, you know what I mean. And so this is why women are moody. So we have to work on our communication because sometimes we're going through certain energies certain energies are shifting and transforming inside of us and it causes us to be low or to be high or to be agitated and we don't know why and so it's important for us to have a filter and understand that about ourselves so that the energy we give to people is still pleasant so that they would want to support us so that we don't repel and we attract right because we're the masters at attraction so those are things that we have to work on in getting the support and building our sisterhood.
if you understand the sister and her responsibilities. You know why sisterhood is important. So, I think I'm going to end the podcast now. But I, before we do that, I just want to recap a little bit because sometimes I think that it is a little challenging right when you're listening and you're trying to put it all together what is she saying how is she saying so just to recap We are individuals, sisters, that go through and look at the world through our experience. And we respond to the world based on our experience. As an individual, an individual that comes from a specific family. And that family has specific talents and gifts that they're good at. The individual also has a gender and they are experiencing life through that gender and they are also experiencing life through their divinities and their destiny. Right? Their personality. There's all of these filters we're experiencing life through and that makes up your experience and so when you're coming together and building a sisterhood or building your communal home building a family looking for a spouse or being open to a spouse you have to understand yourself first and then you know what to attract You know who to draw close to you in order to accomplish your goal. And remember your goal is based on your destiny and your gifts and talents given to you from your bloodline. Right? And so that's who we should be partnering. Because it's all about evolution. We want to, in our lifetime, in our generation, while we're carrying the blood of our ancestors, we want our ancestors that are looking down and supporting us to look at us and say, look at her go. She comes from a line of architects. Look at what she built. She took it to the next level this is how our ancestors from the time of the Nile Egypt were able to do the things that they were able to do because it was about evolution it was about knowing what your bloodline specialized in and then you taking it to the next level while in your generation and you can't do that without building and protecting your time. This is why we come together. This is why sisterhood is so important. But you come together with sisters who wanna build with you. And not only wanna build with you, but you have a shared vision. And everybody benefits from it. We talked about that in the communal living series. Why? A communal house or a family would come together with a shared vision. And so once you have your vision set, then you attract that. And once you attract that, 
then you start to build from there. I can't wait to finish this series next week with you. This has been a good intro into sisterhood. I thank you all for listening. If you have questions, email me, inbox me, contact me on social media. Until then, be well. To schedule a spiritual reading, life coaching session, or to order herbs and tonics, please see our website, divinefeminine.net. If you would like information on our trip to Africa in August, please email haneraabunu at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to the Divine Feminine Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, share, and join the conversation on social media. You can find us on all social media outlets at Hanera Abunu.